Welcome to Oh, You'll Change Your Mind, a podcast about parenting and motherhood hosted by two childless women whose biological clocks are screaming, Baby! Baby! I'm Frankie. I'm Shannon. I'm Kinnear. <laughs> we have Kinnear here. We do, a guest. Uh, Kinnear's words a minute ago were, I'm better than Harry Potter. <laughs> Yeah. And I followed up dutifully with like, yes, babe, you could beat an 11-year-old in a fight. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Um, so tell us, who is Kinnear? Introduce um, Kinnear. Yeah, so for listeners at home, Kinnear is my husband um, and also faithful number one listener. Mm. Um, yeah, that's pretty, That's introduction complete. Done. I don't know. <laughs> how else to introduce? Uh, uh, 27 years old, six years old. 25. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Oh. Why is he here? <laughs> yeah, goodbye. <laughs> oh, no, that's bad. Why did I think 27? We're married. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, God. Okay, anyway. But seriously, why, so why, why do we have Kania here today? Uh, yeah, so we figured that it would be a fun thing if we had a little chat about, um, like, your perspective or his perspective on like childbirth and everything related to pregnancy. About having a baby or a child or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah, birth a child. But yeah, how, how do you want to birth a child? <laughs> I reckon it'd be pretty easy. Tell us your I birth what the fuss plan. Is about, to be honest. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, my yeah. God. Jason's going to turn I don't think his two black belts could compete with two of us scratching his eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> Jason made the same joke on the weekend and I looked at him and I was like, do not make those jokes. Don't Do not start. sell marijuana to my husband. <laughs> okay. okay. Do not make jokes about childbirth to me. Fuck stick. Oh okay, before we get into the interview, let's do our usual like weekly catch up. Okay. Um, how are you feeling? Like shit. <laughs> <laughs> like hot garbage. Um, the nausea is sort of worn off, but my sense of smell is like still pretty intense and it's still gross. Yeah. I'm pretty fucking tired. I've managed to somehow I'm losing weight, but eating a diet mostly of LCMs. <laughs> it's pretty LCM based, uh, which I can't help. I just keep heating them up and eating them. <laughs> um, you heat up LCMs? Yeah. I've, 10 Apparently seconds in the microwave. Nicer. Really nice. It's is real- this a regular thing or is this a pregnancy thing? I, I honestly started doing it because I took one in the car and it got a bit hot and I was like, this is great. So now I just start heating them up. Um, which this morning, literally, I had two for breakfast. And Jason's like, how are you eating these and losing weight? I'm like, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so tired, but I'm also really bloated. Like, yeah. Which is annoying because I was like, I already look like I've got a fucking six month baby bump, but I don't because I'm just bloated. Listen. <laughs> It really does. It looks like Oh, today like I was looking insane. at it. It's just like, and it was like up to here though. And I was like, oh, and it's just like, I could feel it. It's yeah. just like bloat. And I was like, yeah. oh no. Is it like hard or squidgy? Right now it's pretty hard. Like this is pretty hard because it's just bloated. It is yeah. a bit like, probably like actual slight baby bump like down here, but the rest is just bloated. But it's hard to tell because I'm like, oh. I just look like I've swallowed a cat. Like, <laughs> it's not a vibe. That'd be hard. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just got one of my cats. And, yeah, it's not good. Um, and we went to a empowered birth workshop on the weekend. Oh. Which, like, did I learn anything? No. Not because it was bad. I was like, because I realized I'm a birth nerd who's like, I have to a look. A birth nerd! I'm a birth nerd. I was like, I need to know everything. Um, but I think Jason learned a bunch. And there were two other couples. And I think, like, they 
they asked us like what our fears were yeah she asked us what our fears were and like one woman was like oh the pain and one guy was worried that he was like our friends just had a stillborn baby so i'm worried about that and i was like oh god rough um what did the other guy say like he just wasn't sure what he would have to do uh so yeah i was like okay yeah right yeah interesting who knows yeah it was pretty good we got a part two of it this saturday oh about like what to do when you bring the kid home type deal so that'll be interesting interesting. that i'm not sure i'm just trying to like figure out how to like not have it come out my ear yeah i think that's like from everything that we've talked about i think that's where your like biggest concern is like i think you've got the birth situation pretty much on lock like, you're fairly confident about what you want to happen, what you don't want to happen, Yeah, I'm still in two minds. I've got two options, so I'm still not really sure if I want to just schedule a C-section and, like, schedule it late mm. and go into labour and then have that happen or just do it. But then, like, my, my fear is, like, I don't want to be torn open. Thank you very much. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. No. Big no thanks. Hard pass. So um, there are things I can do about that, but yeah. I just don't really know. So yeah. not sure. Okay, well, sure. that's interesting. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We, we shall see. Um, what else was I going to say? No, can't remember. How are you? <laughs> What's going on um, with you? Yeah, quite good. Um, so last week, um, babe, close your ears for a sec. Actually, no, don't close your ears. You already know. It's just jokes. Um, <laughs> yeah, last week I got my period, which was like, there was like a little bit of, I know last week we were like, oh, feeling really like tender in the boob and like, sick all the time and maybe I'm pregnant not pregnant everybody it's hard because early pregnancy symptoms are just like PMS symptoms and exactly like, I don't know exactly but like the ferocity with which I felt them mm. was like different to any other like period that I've ever had and I think it's because um like I've obviously stopped taking my birth control I think it's my hormones are like leveling out and so everything's just like Here's tender boobs times a jillion. I was convinced because I did have to be like, I think you need to go to a doctor. You seem so tired and unwell. I know. Please. And I was. But then, nope, along came, along came period. Um, mm, which, like, obviously we're not set up for a baby right now, which, like, fine. And I, I get all that totally, completely. Like, once we've moved, we'll be in a way better position. But, like, a little part of me was like, Aww. Yeah, well, I had that that second month where we weren't supposed to try, and we kind of were like, "Eh, we'll just see what happens." And I was, I was disappointed. Yeah, even though I'm like, this is hot garbage, and I don't recommend it to anybody <laughs> ever. Uh, and Listeners I, will remember. Yeah, remember that? <laughs> I said it like five minutes ago. Um, yeah, you do get like you're invested in it, so you're like, "Ooh, yeah, you're like, oh, maybe, maybe, yeah." And then, yeah, so, yeah, well, just a little bit disappointing, but you know. Whatevs. How did you feel about it? Um, Here's your first question. Tell us <laughs> yeah, how you feel. First question. I don't, uh, Jumping in the deep end. How does that make you feel? I don't really have feel? any strong feelings either way about that, to be honest. Off to a great start. <laughs> <laughs> what a what rib- it, I, I don't know. What a riveting guess. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, I guess it's just different for guys because there's not like, like the hormones and the emotions involved with all of the different changes when you're pregnant. For guys, it's just like you're a person, and Pump then there's and two people, and then whatever. What? I don't know. A person, and then there's two people. This and then whatever. That's, that's how babies are made. Yeah. 
Well, because, I mean, nothing changes for the guy in those nine months, I guess, except for, like, you know, the sympathetic symptoms and stuff. That's true. So. Has Jason exhibited any sympathetic symptoms? No, he's very sympathetic to my rage. (laughs) He's very much like, what can I do to make her not angry? I'm like, too right. You bring me a mango this instant. Um, Cut it up in little squares. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't think he's had, I don't think he's had any symptoms or anything or anything like that. Uh, He, yeah, I think he's just worried. He's mostly just worried that I'm going to, I think he was worried. Like he knew we'd have a birth plan. Like that was the thing we were talking about, but I think he just was kind of like, what if I have to make a big call? Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, if it's that bad and I die, I don't think there's anything anyone can do. Yeah. Like, it's 2022. I think they'll know if there's something kind of potentially wrong. Yeah. It won't be like, oh. Yeah. Like, the midwife's not going to roll out of your bedchamber and be like, um, she died. She died, bro. <laughs> Sorry about it. Here's um, your kid. Here's your kid. No. Um, But, yeah, I think he was just worried. And I think maybe also, like, that fear of – it's very in the back of my mind, but not – uh, like a little bit of a worry, you know, when you're like, oh, what if I accidentally, what if they ac- have to end up putting him under like a general and then yeah. you're like not, like not conscious for it. Yeah. But I think again, that's one of those things where it's like, it could happen, but it's such a small risk and you go into it making like a choice of like, yeah, totally. Like, oh, this is a high risk birth or this, these are the things that are happening. Totally. So I feel like that's way more common now is like people are including those kinds of decisions in their birth plan way, 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 way more. Like, if it comes down to, like, me having to go under a general anesthetic, like, this is the decision that we've decided on as a couple. Yeah, definitely. So then it's up to the non-unconscious partner to be like, nope, this is the decision we've made. Bing, bang, bong, done. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I had to say to him, like, all the decisions will have already been made. There'll be nothing there that you won't know what to do in XYZ situation. Um, I did like when she was talking about inductions. And I looked at him, I was like, no inductions. And he wrote that down. No inductions, <laughs> never, ever. I was like, correct. That will correct be a thing for me. Um, but, yeah. What do you think about big decision making? What's well, I guess it's something that during the pregnancy process, um, like, the guy learns more about it because no guy before a relationship is going to look into how to... But why not? Yeah. I don't really care. You but, know? like, there are like, so many dudes out there that want kids. Like, I didn't want any kids, and I just was like, all right, I'll figure this out now. But I guess I just, if you really wanted kids, you might. If it was, like, one of your, like, number one things to do, I guess, as, like, your main motivator. But even then, it's more about the kids rather than the actual birth, if that makes sense. So you're not going to look into, like, yeah, how to properly plan for the actual birth because, as a guy, you're like, well the person giving birth is also there. Obviously, you might have to not make decisions for yourself if you're unconscious or whatever. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something else. I mean, and I, I, do kinda, I do get that, because, like, I've said to Jason, like, what do you think? And he's just like, well, it's up to you. And I'm like, but you're the only person in this with me. Yeah. I said this to you before. Like, I could talk to you about it, but, like... It's not your birth. And, like, we can talk about it mm. as well, much as yeah. we want. But, like, yeah. But I'm, like, I need you to be fucking informed because you're the other person here. Well, yeah. I guess it's, like, from my perspective as a, as a dude as well, like, we, like, if might not have all the information, but we can't make the decision for anything without you guys saying this is what I want, this is what I don't want. Because 
if we, if we just have all the information, then we have to just kind of guess, oh, she wouldn't want that, she would want this, she wouldn't, you know? Yeah, that is true. But there is, I think, what I've learned, there's lots of information on things around the birth, like, but that are specifically baby-related. So do you want to give your kid a the, the vitamin K shot? Yeah. Or do you want to do, like, like the Hep B? You want to do it, but, like, the vitamin K, you can do it in injection or you can do, like, orally, but that means you have to do it a couple of times, which I was like, I'm fine doing that if my yeah. kid doesn't have to have an extra jab. Yeah. And there's also, like, the group B strep that you get sobbed for. Yeah. But, like, knowing – like, that's your choice if you want to do that, but also then going, well, you're the dad, so do you want our kid to have extra antibiotics they don't need? Like, come, like and researching that kind of stuff where I'm like, oh, this is the stuff Jason can go and – Figure out the stats on this. Well, this my is friend. stuff that you just don't know until you look into it, because like, you know, as you know, I, I would I would think that humans would just be born with the things that they would need mm. to survive, given that no, humans have been around bad. for however long. <laughs> Obviously, you got like babies. a lot of, you know, childbirth deaths until you know modern medicine, but you know, it's kind of in my mind, it's well, how much stuff do they really need to actually function and live? And not die. But yeah, so I wouldn't have known if they needed specific shots or drugs or whatever. Well, I didn't know that either until we were literally talking about it the other day. And you were like, there's this thing that they get. And I was like, yeah. what? Well, I didn't know that either. But I think that's that's what I think I get confused. Because I'm like, why do I? Ha-? People just assume that I know. And I'm like, yeah, Jason should also know. Or like, the dad should also know. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then if it's beneficial and it's not crazy expensive then also why not you know you can jab the kid as much as you want if you you won't remember it what the fuck shoot him up though like i mean like i this is why i was like oh i'm a birth nerd because like it's not i'm not that far in and i was like i know all this stuff i even said at one point oh the station and izzy was like Gold star, like you know what that is whereas there were the other two like yes i'm a tiktok aficionado <laughs> yes i have researched but like the other two women were much further along than me and like they had an idea of what they were doing and like they had like their birth plans I think sort of written out a little bit but one of the other husbands was like oh I just I get like don't I just stand over there and like not do anything I was like there are so many fucking things for you to do like if Jason when I give birth to this baby yeah oh my god they were saying about one dad who like just watched the Melbourne Cup the whole time I was like, Jesus Christ, you would be divorced so hard. Yeah, if that was the case, I'd be like, you can give me all your winnings in our divorce. Yes, exactly. Um, but, like, yeah, just not knowing what to do. And I was like, I just think in this birth, like, if if I'm sleeping, Jason can sleep, but otherwise you will be doing things. Yeah. I don't even care what, what it is. You'll be doing something what because I'm busy. spins me out, though, right, is, like, people make a decision, presumably together, to have a baby. Like, I feel like... Mm, okay, painting with a broad brush right now. I feel like accidental birth, like pregnancies, aren't as common these days as they used to be because a lot of women are on birth control now, right? So, like, having a baby for a lot of people is a conscious decision that has to be made. So, like, if you're making a decision with your partner to have this baby, and then you don't put in any effort to understand, like, what to do or, like, what your role is or, like, make any effort to understand, like, yeah, how to be a supportive birth partner. Like, why why are you doing it? Well, I think even then, though, if you have an accidental pregnancy, 
I can't imagine, like, if this was an accident, I wouldn't know anything. So, therefore, the other person and I are in the same boat. So, both do some research and both look into it. Oh, I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? of course. Like, but, like, do, like... It's, I just don't think it's an excuse anymore. Like, is you, it's definitely not an do excuse. You fucking, the internet is <laughs> real. <laughs> but I think it also comes down to like individuals and how much support they want. Because some women would probably be like, I don't want my husband anywhere in the room if I'm giving birth. Probably not a majority, but like there would be some who would say, I don't want anyone else in the room that isn't a doctor or a midwife. But that's a different conversation, right? Because that comes down to the woman or the like birth parent being like, this is what I need from you. Yeah, exactly. I don't want you to be in the room. Yeah, what we're talking about is see, I think useless prob- birth partners. I think there's probably a lot of women that don't want that don't want their partners as involved because their partners are not taking the initiative exactly. to do the thing. Exactly. Like it's like when you ask somebody, "Oh, can you do the dishes?" and they're like, well, "Where's the where's the sponge? Like, where's the soap? Like, where's all this?" and you're like, "I'll just fucking do it." I was going to say, it's like when you want flowers and you want to say that you need flowers exactly. and you want to get flowers, but exactly. it's like, if I tell you I want the flowers and then you get me the flowers. It's not the same. It's not the same. Because I've asked you to do it rather than you thinking that's something that she might enjoy. Exactly. So I think it's the same with birthing. Like, I would be annoyed if I had to ask my partner constantly, can you do this? Can you do this? Like, can you look into this? Like, can you try and understand this piece of information? At one, like at some point, I would just give up. I'd be like, "Whoa." Well, I think is the thing is like it's a sign of a probably a good parent if they are taking that initiative. Yeah. Because I can't like. Can you imagine if like I was pregnant, I didn't have a husband, and I was like Frankie, you want to be my birth partner in this? Like, I just feel like you'd be like, "All right, what can I learn and what could I figure out?" Already, I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> Jason, get out of the room. I'm going to do it instead." <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. It's it's a lot. The whole thing. I just I think it blew my mind a little bit on like them just being like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, your partner, I don't know if they were like married or not, is like thirty something weeks. Like you probably need to sort this out, oh team. God. Probably need to figure this out very quickly. That's a bit mental. Immediately. <laughs> like <Yesterday>. right now. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of it can come down to things like, um, like, for example, in media, like TV shows, movies, all that kind of stuff, if there's a scene or an episode where, like, a woman is giving birth, the husband is almost always doing nothing, or it'll be like... That's true. He's distracted. Yeah, it's very he's not normalised for... It's not, it never shows him ever helping in any way. Um, like, you know, what comes to my mind, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Obviously, like, that episode, you know, Terry Crews is trying to get to the hospital in the first place, mm. but it's not like they had a plan for him to be doing any support stuff. It was like, oh, message the doula, do this, this, and this. But, like, you know, you're you're not expected in media for the husband to do anything. So guys just don't think of that when their partners are pregnant. So they don't don't even think they have a job to do. Well, that's true. Izzy was talking about the fact that, like, back in the day, it was like they would just call out to be like, your baby's arrived, and they're like, okay, we'll stop smoking and come in now. And it's like, Like, watching Call the Midwife... Oh, yeah, she was talking about that. Yeah, called the midwife. They just stood in the hall while the baby was born, and then they were all just stood around drinking and smoking, yeah. and then the midwife was like, oh, the baby's born, and he's like, oh. Even boomers now, they say show. it's weird for men, like any man that's not a doctor, to be in the room. Like That's fucking weird. Like, it is so weird. So there's so also weird. like a generational thing that's only come about recently, and I think probably like for a lot of guys it's a lot to kind of take in pretty quick, a lot to learn. And I do imagine it's also like a very certain type of man that is like... Uh, yeah. Vagina's scary, baby's scary. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, fucking Jesus. 
Grow, oh. grow up, mate. Well, You're if gonna I be see a blood on her, I'll never want to have sex with it again. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of the dudes, there was a video that we've been sent of, like, of a C-section and she was like, oh, but if you want, we can watch it now. And he was like, no, no, can't watch it what? now. And I was like, but I think she also was like that. Like, no thanks, I'm too squirmish. Yeah. And I was like, I get that you probably are not going to have a C-section. Whereas I'm very much like, that's probably what I'm aiming for here at this yeah. point in time. I would want to just because it would look really cool. Like the actual, like they, a, they watching don't put an operation. Your guts on the table. I already no, no, but just that. watching like you it, can watch it with watch, me like, later. The actual video of the whole operation. We can. I've got it. Like, she emailed it to us. But also, we can literally go into the room after this and watch um, One Born Every Minute because they really show oh, no, it. Because that takes out of my hobby time to do other stuff like play games. <laughs> You're cutting into <laughs> his hobby gonna, and snack time. I'm not going to say right? I'm going to go out of my way to watch someone get cut up and birth a baby because I, I would just do that with any other video. Oh, but you'll watch Shannon's C-section video. No, I'm saying right, like right, right, right. Gotcha. if I was in a birth class and they said, do you want to watch a video of a oh, C-section? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm with you. Now. I mean, I think if you want to watch it, I think it was only like she said to go to like two minutes worth of video. I was like, oh, okay. But um, yeah, I just, it just blew my mind. And I was like, yeah. And I know that like it's easy to think like, oh, you've got so much time. But you really but don't. You really don't. Like it's yeah. not that much time to like p- plan and prepare. Yeah. How do you think you would go in a birth situation? Hang on, I think we should go back a little bit. <laughs> I feel like we've really hit Kinnear. We've hit Kinnear with some likes. So why do you think men are useless? Yeah. <laughs> why are you only 25? Why do you think men are useless? And how would you go in a birth situation? Yeah. Why do you want to see a C-section video? <laughs> like, uh, what, do, like, have, you always, have you always wanted kids? Not always. I mean, I I mean really you're only 25, so like... His brain's only finished cooking. I don't think my mature age hormones have kicked in yet to be like start reproducing no because men fully mature at like 30 like that's when they start kind of being like oh i need to have a family and that's when you see like guys in their 40s and 50s having like midlife crisis because they don't have kids and they don't have a wife and this kind of shit like i'm not even at that point where like he has got a wife hormonally does have a wife that's true but in my mind i'm like hey it'd be cool to have a kid and to, like, be able to, like, influence their little brains. Okay. Well, at least you've had that thought, like, okay, it would be cool. Because some people, like, I was like, no thanks. That's yeah. dumb. Don't want that. Well, also, like, there's a lot of, like, on the podcast, a lot of stuff to consider and take into account. But I guess you just make it work either way. Yeah. It'd be cool to have a little kid that you taught everything. Little you. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So what, like, what's been your thought process recently then? Because obviously, like, since we've been together and got married, etc., like, mm-hmm. things have not come on fast, but, like, we've been talking a lot about stuff. So, like, what's your... Well, I, just, I mean, I'm all for kids just as long as we have, like, um, like, a security, like, incomes and housing and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, with mm-hmm. us moving, like, got to make sure everything's in place so that we're not just going to be hopping from Centrelink home to Centrelink home, the equivalent in the UK or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we had a kid too young and had no money and all that kind of stuff. Mm, smart. Mm, very but that's also, I think, a more of a guy's perspective as well because they, like, take on the load of everything and want to manage all the... It is. I think it also stuff. comes down to, like, physiologically. Is that the one I'm thinking of? Physiologically? I think so, yeah. Yeah, because, like... For me, my brain is like, I don't want my eggs to dry up. 
I don't want to like get to yeah all my eggs are already like mostly gone yeah like I start with the amount of eggs that I will have my entire life from in utero whereas like dudes are constantly producing it's a non-stop fucking sperm production situation happening south of the border so like for me my brain is like you better get on that bitch because you don't have a lot of eggs left even though I'm sure I do yeah, like, I think like, they're fine, but, like, yeah, that's why they call it a geriatric pregnancy when you get to 35. Yeah, like, literally. What the fuck? Literally. So, for me, my brain is, like, get on that. Whereas, like, I think for a lot of men, they're, like, they don't have that same hormonal situation where they're, like, because they're constantly producing, they don't have to think about it as much. Like, they can just produce up until they're, like, in their 60s and 70s and shit. That's true. I guess it's not, like, a like a hormonal or like physiological like ticking clock in my head but practically I also don't want to be in like too old before I start to have a kid because I don't want to be like 50 or 60 taking them to sports games and shit like I want to be living my life still Mm. yeah like that's why like you know like for us we were like I said to Jason I would have a kid like by the time I'm 34 because I was like, oh, yeah, okay, 34, any later than that, then no thank you. Yeah. I do not want. But then also just being like, oh, I don't want him to be an old dad. Yeah. And he was like the same. Like, I don't want to run around at sports games and I want to be able to, like, play catch and do all that kind of bullshit with my kid. Yeah. And, and by the time that, you know, like, even if I waited till he's 30, if I was 34, he's 40, like, he wouldn't be doing sports until, like, he was in his 50s with his kids. So I was yeah. like, yeah, we don't yeah. want to do that. So we want to kind of do it now. Yeah. It's exactly. like my dad was close to 40 when they had me mm. and like that meant when I was growing up doing like martial arts in my teens he tried to join in a couple of classes but he was already kind of too old to be doing that kind of physical yeah. Yeah. work to kind of join in on that so then it's like you kind of miss some of those things from you know yeah so you're missing out a little bit so well, practically I'm like well if we kind of just start sooner then like I can still develop whilst the kid's growing up and you know yeah. Mm. Set everything up. Yeah, like, comparatively to your situation, like, my parents were quite young when they had me. Like, they were 26 and 27. Um, mm. And so, like, I have really fun memories of, like, playing rough and tumble with my parents in, like, our living room and stuff. And one notable instance when we were playing rough and tumble in the front and I think my mum flipped my brother over too hard and he went face first into, like, our little... Um, <laughs> chair like a wooden chair and table set like a kid size one he went face first into it and we had to go to the doctor so he could get his lips stitched up oh no yeah so like stuff like that you know i want to be able to do that with our kids yeah i think jason's parents must have been like i think i think like 21 or 22 or something oh so quite young yeah because like his parents are the same age as mine mm. but we're seven years apart yeah so yeah they had him quite young yeah which i just think because like it's cool, but yeah, I don't know. Mm. Pros and cons to all. I think it's bizarre to be having kids when your brain's not finished cooking. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, what? I am extremely, extremely glad that I never caved to the pressure of my ex trying to get me to have a kid, because I could have, like, a six-year-old That's right now. That's wild. It is wild. I really stuck to my guns hardcore on that, and I'm fucking glad I did every single day. Mm. <gasps> <gasps> Gross. <laughs> no. Um, how many kids would you want? Oh, jeez. Um, like, with no thought, like, just, like, straight up. I like, think max two for me, personally. But that's more, like, for management purposes than anything else. <laughs> because I don't, like, again, this is more because I'm, I'm, I'm the youngest of four. 
and does it inspire you to have four? No, well, because I got like all the basically all the best parts because I could get away with almost anything. But at the same time, like I've lived my whole life with my parents saying, "Oh, you know, we had to manage four kids, and it was such a nightmare." And and it's like, well, why did you, you have four? You kids chose then? to have them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't find them in the yard. Like yeah. <laughs> find them under a pumpkin leaf. Yeah. Oh, look, oh. we found another one. Oh. Yeah. No, to be fair, the I think I was bountiful an this so year. I was. I was a surprise child. Oh. But um, like accidental pregnancy. There we go. Given that I think my parents are pretty mature and I. Now they're a bit like, what's the word? Organized and this kind of stuff. Like if they had trouble with four kids, I don't think I'd be able to manage. I think we would be able to manage four. Like I mean, it would be, it would true. be hard, but, but I think again, we would be able to manage four. The age gap between me and my oldest brother is nine years. So that's mm. another thing of if you had four kids within a nine year period, you got to count from the youngest until they're 18. And that's when they, you know, could potentially leave out of you know move out of the house and I don't know is know. that worse though like having four under nine or like when people have like four under four and you're like are you people on crack like yeah. that's insane having like four yeah. little kids under like every year it would like, be <gasps> psychotic but I think as a kid in that situation it'd be pretty fun it'd be fun because you'd be growing up with like siblings that are similar in age I mean look yeah. I, I can't deal with two <laughs> I'm but like also one there's a lot of psychology with kids and like I've looked into it quite a bit, which is interesting. It does reflect very well on, like, my family. But the differences between first children, last born, and middle children and how it affects them all differently. And middle children are always forgotten because that's just how it works. You know, you have, they're, they're the, the newborn for a while, like the newest one. And then if there's another child, they're always left because they're not the oldest and they're not the youngest. Yeah. So they always tend to be more, or generally they tend to be more rebellious and you know, cause havoc, but also like emotionally for them, that must be a bit more distressing, which mm. pretty much presents one of my family. My second oldest brother is the only one that's like had issues with the law and, you know, can't, you know, he <laughs> lived, in a, lived in, a cottage, like, in, a, in a cabin that he made himself because he didn't want to pay rent anymore. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, and like picked mushrooms out of the forest that he didn't know what they were and tried to dry them out on his right. heater. And because, then his cat ate and his them. cat ate them. Yeah. And the cat died. No, <laughs> but still kick it. But then the firstborn is usually like, Jesus Christ. But then the firstborn is usually the, the, I guess, like, the leader of the family, they have the best, like, leadership qualities and they're generally yeah, like the smartest because they get the most attention. like daughters labour for the family. Yeah. yeah. And they're usually the smartest because they get the most attention at an early age. Like, the parents mm. focus a lot on the first kid because they're like, oh, it's a, our first kid. So they educate them more. So they're usually the smartest of the siblings, which probably translates to my family as well. And then the youngest is usually the favourite. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well, they're usually the favourite, so they're a bit more spoiled than the others. So they're, like, a bit more... Um, What's the word they use for millennials? Entitled. Entitled. Which I don't think I am. I guess I can be sometimes, but not to the degree that I think you'd expect. Are you even a millennial? No. I'm not. I'm Gen Z. Oh, Jesus. I know. Found out the other day. It's very upsetting. Oh, yeah. Mm. We talked about this. Um, So I don't think I'd want three purely for the fact that they'd be definitely a nightmare child, but I wouldn't want one because that'd be an only child and they're the worst. (laughs) (laughs) I would go either two or four. Like, I wouldn't, I'm, same as you, I don't want one, I don't want three. I would go two or four. Like, if we were going to have a third kid, we may as well have a fourth kid at that point. (laughs) Twins. It's like dogs, right? If you've got three dogs, what's another dog? 
Oh, it's true. I think, yeah. I mean, this is the thing. People keep saying, what, like, having two would be better. And I'm like, I know what it's like to have one dog. I know what it's like to have two. And th- once you get to the show, you're like, what's the third one? What's the fourth one? Exactly. Whatever. Like, it's not hard to understand why people end up with, like, fucking nine kids. Because after the, once you've got two. Yeah, I think once you've got to three, like, two, when we got the third dog, I was very much like, oh, I don't know, this is going to be much more work. And it is. To manage all three of them, but now I'm like, give me another two. Yeah. I think I realized the other day I could pretty comfortably manage six dogs. <laughs> I mean, you are I think I could be dogs. like, I got this. Well, I think once you get into a routine, yeah. it's all like, it's the same. Like, you know when they get fed, you know where they get fed, you know how they get fed. Like, yeah, and all the, you know, all their personalities. But yeah, I think I could manage exactly. like, six. A bunch of babies. <laughs> it's so like, like we haven't ever listened to this pod. We always go on <laughs> well, weird say, tangents. Like, I think after, well, depending on your where you're coming from, but after one or two, then it's you know what are you having kids for? Like, are you just having them because you like when they're babies and they're like cute and you want to keep that going for as long as you possibly can, or because surely you don't want to have nine that, individual, yeah. you know, human beings that you've had to look after. Like, I guess depending on your culture and you know what you're. Um, values are but i think women literally like i've heard this people say this they have one and then they're like oh i just want another one yeah oh, and like Maybe you cook it yourself more. so like yeah just, it's not like you're gonna buy it yeah like, I just whip this up but that is yeah. like how the human body is like conditioned to do to keep the you know the humans mm-hmm. going yeah i guess it's like practically also looking at it and being like oh do we really need three four or five or six kids. Or... Do we really need any? That's the thing. We don't really need any. It would well, be I fine. guess in, uh, most families do need at least one. <laughs> Otherwise, it'll die. Yeah. But yeah, probably a good thing to be honest. We're yeah, but there's the people that are pumping out like twelve kids. I think they've got it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but I those think are the people that one. we probably shouldn't be like letting the future of the human race. <laughs> Hi, I've got fifteen babies. What? Oh, it's like on one of the previous episodes talking about like all the reasons to have a child is like selfish, basically. But it's all different types of selfishness as to why different people have babies. Like, if you mm-hmm. have 12 kids, you know, like, in some families, they'll say, oh, it's because I want them all to look after me when I'm old. It's like you're only having 12 kids. So that I don't they want all... to put that kind of pressure on our kids. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's not really, like, put, I don't even really know if it's putting pressure. You're just, like, chat, like hedging your bets that one yeah. of them will be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, or if all of them just put in, like, a little bit. But in some places, it's, like, the culture, like Japan yeah. or yeah. You know, like a lot of Asian countries. But... You know, even if you're just having, like, one or two kids, that's also for selfish reasons because you could also look at it from a different point of view, you know. Oh, I only want one kid because I don't want kids all the other Kids suck. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm doing it. One. Yeah. Get one. I'm, <laughs> yeah, doing, it's, it's I'm always, doing this one time. It's always selfish reasons, but which one is the least bad Dick. What's the whole thing? The it's like, it's up to you. You get to make the choice. It's like, shut up. This yeah. is terrible. Yeah. All right. Would you want, like... If let's like, will you want boys or girls? I mean, and I don't have, say, and do not say, I don't care. Oh, <laughs> lies, lies, and deception. I would okay. I think it would be easier to manage boys Why? because I'm a boy, so I know what I would have wanted as a kid. So I know what I would do as a parent. Good answer. That is so, good answer. Very. And especially good like, also I have taught kids. I was fully like. Why? <laughs> Ready to punch. I have, I have also taught kids and like I can relate easier to young boys than I can young girls because simply we just naturally have more in common, you know? Like, I guess in this in the case I was teaching martial arts, we all had an interest in martial arts to some point. 
but you know, I could always imagine myself as a six-year-old kid, but I could never imagine myself as a six-year-old girl and how I would teach that person how to do something different. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's also easier to relate to them. Interesting. Very interesting. How do you think you would go raising girls though? Like, what if I pump I out two? Issue. What if I pump out two girls? That wouldn't be an issue. It's just I would have to adapt. Yeah, I did, to be fair, I did say you had to choose, and think <laughs> a pretty good reason as to why. Yeah, I just have to That's like true. understand how better to communicate. Yeah, yeah. It's just, they're just kids. They're well, fucking little it's dummies. Like, it's like me with old people, right? I don't know how to interact with old people because my grandparent. Well, my grand, two of my grandparents, I didn't know. And two of my grandparents, like, died when I was still pretty young. So I just, like, I don't interact with old people. And I was visiting one of my friends at Christmas time, and we went to talk to her grandpa. And I was like, dude, I don't know how to talk to your grandpa. And she was like, I'm, like, a person. (laughs) Yeah, you just talk to him, man. He's just just a man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same, because we moved over when I was five. And I've only ever seen my grandparents, like, twice since we've moved over. So Um, I don't really talk to old people either, but... Anyone I have interacted with that is old, I just talk the same as everyone else, which to some old people might seem disrespectful, but who cares? Yeah, you're like, what's up, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> Give yeah. me that money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's the same with, like, kids, right? Yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't think um, consciously I would, I'd want to treat a boy and a girl the same. But I think subconsciously there'd always be differences in how you'd raise a girl versus a boy. Not in like an overprotective dad kind of way for the girl and, you know, oh, boys will be boys for the boy. But like, you know, you you could play rough with the kids and obviously you could play rough with a boy, but it's not the same for a girl. Why? Well, exactly. But why? But why? Why you to like punch him Follow in the back? Maybe like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, punch him straight in their tears. Be like, boom. It's just like... It's hard to explain, but like because I like I'm so interested because like my dad definitely ras- wrestled us. Like, Same. Yeah, but it was probably always like to a lesser degree than probably. I don't than, think so. Not. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. And maybe I would be we different. Threw it I down. Think, yeah. If anything, I was like, my dad was like Batista bombing me. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'd change my mind if I actually did have a girl and I was like wrestling or whatever. But like you know, when you just play fighting with your partner and you know you go a little bit too hard as the guy. And then it's like, oh no, I've heard. Wait, them. just yeah, but do I you think his boyhood children are going to be the Hulk, like <laughs> definitely. Like they're little kids, you have to be gentle anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to explain. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're going to have this crazy revelation when we actually do have kids, and you'll be like, oh, interesting. With what? <laughs> well, with like, like boy kid versus girl kid. I just think you're going to have this like crazy revelation where you're like, oh, it's well, actually, I, mean, I just Until exactly a certain the age, they're pretty much the same and they pretty much look the same even. Do you know what I mean? Like if a boy kid just grew out his hair, he would, like, I would be like, oh, that's a pretty girl. Do you know what I mean? Like they look exactly the same until they're like nine years old. Basically. You can keep doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then it's, you know, I guess the teen years is where it kind of starts to change as to what you do differently. Well, you know? I mean, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Like, we stopped playing rough and tumble in my house once we could, like, overpower my parents. <laughs> oh, my kids <laughs> like could never once do it, that. <laughs> once it stopped being play fighting and it was, like, actual just fighting, then we stopped playing rough and tumble. Yeah. I could fight a room full of kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's an established fact. I have. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Um, mm. Do you have any other questions? Like burning questions? I say mm. mid your. <laughs> um, oh, we're going to have to chop this bit. No. <laughs> Not that I can think of. I think we've covered like a good amount. Mm. It'll be different. I think once you guys like are having a kid. Yeah. But like now. Yeah. How do you feel? Okay, now to circle back. How do you feel? Just quickly. How do you feel about like the birth scenario? Like, what do you think you would be like as a birthing partner? Oh, jeez. Um, well, that I think would depend on from the start of the pregnancy, I guess, and doing the courses and the learning and stuff as it goes. I would probably know more, but I would just do whatever you needed to be done, you know, because I would want to be supportive, obviously, but then I might want to just sit there and hold your hand, but you might want me to say, you're doing amazing, sweetie, kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like that stuff to figure out, which I wouldn't want to seem like I'm, for example, like I wouldn't want to seem like I'm, um, what's the word? Like patronizing you, be like, "Oh, you're doing so good, good job, buddy." Kind of thing, you know, like because that's how I would take it. Don't if, whip that out. <laughs> if I was giving birth, <laughs> but if I was in like a situation like that, and someone was like, "You're doing amazing," I'd be like, "Shut the fuck up!" You're like, like, "Yeah, that's stop. A, go for gold, pal." But that's then, what Izzy said though. She was like, "So you need to be able to like do both and not take it offense, like take offense when your partner is like." get the fuck off me because you might be like nice gentle touch might be soothing at one point or to some people and then all of a sudden you're like don't look at me don't breathe at me yeah, well, I'm not in- I hate that as well like if I'm getting like a gentle touch especially if I'm like in a stressful situation I hate it yeah but it's a reassuring gesture so it's like you can't really say that at the same time so it's like in um what to expect when you're expecting when they're in the car and she's just like, I love you so much, but I want to punch you in the face. Yeah. And he's like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, then as like, as the birthing partner or whatever, like I, I would try, I'd probably find it hard to not take it personally at the time as well. Like I'd be like, don't be so mean. I'm trying to help. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd be like, That's I'll just what, leave. Like, you just scream. I'm trying to birth a kid out of my van. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, if you don't want to help, then I'm out of here. <laughs> I'll wait with the other guys down the hall. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, no. I think the midwives will give you a lot to do. I feel like that will be a thing. Yeah. We'll have lots of direction. Yeah. Mm. You won't just be left out in the the cold to work out what you have to do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Relegated to a corner. We were talking (laughs) about the start, like going going in with a plan rather than just winging it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely having a plan. And I think that also is what she said on the weekend was like, even if if you have a plan... Or an idea of what you want and are educated on it, you're less likely if it goes to shit to be traumatized because you're yeah. like making educated choices as opposed to being like, I don't know. And then, yeah. But that's yeah, the thing really as well, like another thing in like media, the birth always takes like 12 seconds, whereas in real life, like labor can be like nine hours or something or like 12 hours. <laughs> like, what do you do as the guy <laughs> that whole time? You can't just sit there doing the same thing repetitively for the entire time because that would well, just you be. That's the thing is, tedious. you can and you will because the, you're partner is doing the same thing yeah, for no, the I same mean, amount of yeah, time. Yeah, but is that like, what the what you would want in that situation? Like, is it, you know, rubbing your back, holding your hand, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, do you want that the entire, let's say, for example, 12 hours? Because I feel like if no, I was in a situation... Well, this is the thing, that. is it changes. So you've got, see, birth nerd, you've got like three stages of like the first stage of labor. So in different stages, people feel a different way. So at the start, you're like just getting into it. And by the time, like the third one, 
they're like when you're in transition most women apparently well, a lot of women apparently like freak out and be like i can't do this and they're like if, if your partner turns into a feral animal <laughs> you're like ah so it's not the it, it gradually gets like worse so at the start you might be like yeah we can all just sit breathe and like it's you know talking is fine and good yeah. and by the end you know if she goes into the zone then you better shut up and like let her be in the zone but like i think it just depends on your labor so you don't have to do the same thing the whole time but i'd be so mad if yeah jason's like i've just got to go like I'm just gonna go. My feet are sore. My feet are sore. But I think that's why you have like midwives and support and other people there. There are other people there to give you that, like, you know, he does need to go get a snack or like yeah. have a break, a rest or whatever. But yeah, I think it just yeah. Depends. We definitely will need to have snacks in the birthing room mm. because if you're even a speck of hangry while I'm trying to push a kid out, oh yeah, I'll abuse a nurse for and sure. you act like a shithead. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I was so I mad when I was that. in hospital for like twelve hours for two tests. I was so mad at the nurse. Not not intentionally. I was just mad that they had the audacity to tell me I couldn't eat. I was like, <laughs> I've been here for twelve hours. Give me some food. And she was like, No, we didn't do more tests. Fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I did think about that. Like for Jason, I was like, We need to pack snacks and like we need to make sure that like he's also fed because I would he would just be so like he is gets really cranky and hangry. Well, since mm. we're gonna still probably be living at a minimum in Perth, but possibly still in this house when this kid comes, I'll just meal prep you guys like a huge cooler full of food. She gave me like a list of things to bring in and she was like, because they say you're not like, so it depends on the hospital and their policy, but she's like, most people turn a blind eye. I was like, yeah, that's wise. Yeah. Nobody look that. at the giant esky that we've brought in that's full of food. We'll yeah. just sneak in with some like, what are they called? The scrubs and stuff. Pretend we work at the hospital. Yeah, I I work here. Um, We have this for the pregnant lady. (laughs) (laughs) Our pregnant friend? What? (laughs) I mean patient. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Anyway, exciting times. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm so excited for this kid. Oh, I'm glad you are. (laughs) I'm just tired. I'm just like, what? I'm already, I, I spent, like I said, all of therapy last week, all the week before being like, I fucking hate this. I fucking hate this so much. I'm so tired. But hopefully it will get better. Hopefully I'll get to find out if it's a boy or a girl this week. Yeah, that would be really exciting. It would be exciting. I've got a scan next week. That'll be cool. Very cool. How have you found living with a pregnant lady? Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it hasn't been. Like, tell us how you been really that, feel. It hasn't yeah. been as bad as people say pregnant ladies are so far. No, it's mostly so. me, me just like sleeping on the couch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and me waking up and be like, everyone, shut the fuck up! <laughs> and me like trying to silently do things in the morning because you fell asleep on the couch and you're still here. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Like, I, yeah, I, I mean, it's not that bad yet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be like, man. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I feel like symptoms wise again I'm not pregnant so I don't know but symptoms wise I feel like it hasn't been like not that bad because obviously like you're (laughs) feeling it pretty bad but I mean like in terms of this is a bitch tread lightly mate (laughs) no I mean in terms of like the way that it's portrayed in the media, like oh yeah, in like, early pregnancy, I expect that I was gonna be running to the bathroom like constantly. Yeah, vomit. yeah, and no, like it's just a slow burn nausea, <laughs> and like crazy food aversions, and like like weird shit happening, and like 
Oh yeah, being really like, irri- yeah, and like being really irritable and stuff. Like I don't. Oh, I think, think you could ask Jason. I'm probably been pretty fucking irritable. <laughs> well, that's the thing as well. Is like without comparing living here with a non-pregnant Shannon, I wouldn't know what the difference is. So yeah. I'd like to think slightly nicer, but I don't know. I think just less sleepy. Yeah, I'm pretty tired. Like I think that's the most notable mm. and noticeable difference. Yeah, that's true. Is that you're like legit always tired. Mm. Yeah. It's a bit annoying, but that's okay. Oh yeah. Speaking of. Bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely bedtime. Mm. Ordinarily we don't record at nine thirty at night. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay, well to wrap us up, um we really love hearing from you as always. Um you can reach us at all you change your mind at gmail dot com. Or OYCYM dot podcast on Instagram. Yeah boy. Um, please leave us five star reviews. We really like reading them. They push our podcast up in the algorithm so that more people can hear it and join in. Yeah, because we'd like like seven regular listeners. Yeah. Because Jason's definitely dropped off. Yeah. <laughs> he was <laughs> like, oh, no, I don't listen. I don't listen. Has he ever listened? No, he has. He's listened to the first few, but I think that's it. Oh, I feel like this isn't necessarily a topic that he would be. Like. Yeah, but he's. It's if it wasn't you, if it wasn't his wife, well, yeah. we can say whatever we want about Jason, and he wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I love Jason so yeah. much. He's my best friend. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that to his face though. <laughs> no, stop the nod. Yeah. Anyway, we look forward to doing this again next week. I was going to say see you again next week, but yeah, we'll do this again. That's our point. <laughs> So we're sorry. We're so slack lately. We're I'm too tired. I'm too tired. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. Every morning we're like, we should pod record today. And, and we're like, and we always like, like oh. yes. And we get home and I just like, but I didn't even ask how long I'd fallen asleep today. I was like, I don't know. It could have been an hour. It could have been 20 minutes. I have no idea. I was like, I'm not checking. I don't think it was that long. Yeah, you reckon? I think it was like maybe an hour at most. Oh, okay. Because it only... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I, it had, literally could have been five minutes. I was like, I have no idea. Because we, like, you were awake when we made our lunch snack. And then we went to eat it and came back out to get a mango and you were asleep. Oh, okay. So maybe 45 minutes. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, I just, I couldn't figure out how long. And I was like, oh, I guess that's, I just have to chalk that up to <laughs> I guess it's midnight in my now. Life. <laughs> I don't know where that time's gone. Oh, pregnancy's a gift. Oh, so nice. Anyway. I'm glowing. Uh, yep. Anyway. <laughs> all right. That's all for tonight, folks. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, 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 Bye,